Welcome back, welcome back. Another podcast, another Wednesday. My name is Nate. Um, y'all know what this is, and you know what we're doing today. We're going to continue with love. I was trying to think about was there anything else that I want to get to today, but I don't really have anything other than about to take a very um, special trip to Chicago with my lady. So that's that's pretty exciting. And at, at the time of recording, that'll be the next day so that thursday but yeah uh first time to chicago first time on a plane since i was in the eighth grade i believe so it's been a long time so this is very exciting but with that being tomorrow uh flying out very early in the morning still want to give y'all a pie today because nothing changes still a wednesday and i'll tell y'all all about it next wednesday when you know when we record again we'll have been back since sunday just like a little four-day trip but we want to go go on a you know a little flight it's not gonna be that long maybe like two hours uh go to a big city city i haven't been to before she's been once i believe so it'll be very exciting and i'll have all the you know i'll tell y'all all about it when we get back but uh anyway in the meantime we're back on love on netflix episode six it's called andy a newly confident gus turns head on turns heads on set while a disturbing day at the radio station leaves Mickey feeling reckless. So I've seen this one again, obviously. I mean, I have seen this episode before, but it's been a while. Haven't revisited it in a long time. But this is when they're starting to kind of commence their relationship. We saw in the last episode, Gus and Mickey shared a kiss at the end, I believe. And uh, after he told her, you know, stop playing with my emotions, basically. And she tried to put him off on Birdie. But now they're going to really give this thing a try. And they're going to have some problems on this first, you know, try of this, uh, from what I remember correctly. And um, Mickey meets a very interesting character who's a a very big cameo, uh, especially in the first season of this show. And it's pretty interesting. He just pops up out of nowhere. But you'll see who I'm talking about by the name alone. Just should give you some insight. The name is called, I mean, the episode's called Andy. So that should give you a bit uh, of an insight. I'm saying that my brother's calling me right now, but I'm in the studio. So we're going to get this going. Um, 36 minute episode, quick and easy. We're going to go to the beginning as usual, as close to zero as possible. And uh, again, I hope you guys are having a good week, good middle of your week. Uh, you know, and I hope that if you, you know, if you're at work or class or anything, Maybe you can put this on your phone. Not telling you to do this in class, but maybe between classes, something like that, on your lunch break. You can put this on, put this episode on uh, in the background. I don't know how that would work, actually, because you can't listen to a podcast and watch a show at the same time on your phone, I don't think. Maybe you have a laptop around and a phone. Whatever. Anyway, we're going to count this down. Five, four, three, two, one. Press play now. And there we go. Season one, episode six of Love on Netflix. We pick right up where we left off. Gus is still driving home. Head spinning from that kiss. So Mickey calls him. So now they're trying to schedule some hangout time. 
So they're planning to do a midnight hang after Gus's late night shoot for their kind of first date, which isn't really a first date, more like a hangout, but it's going to be at midnight. And Gus is happy. And now we're at the thing. What could go wrong meeting up at midnight for your first uh, time, you know, hanging out post, you know, kiss or whatever? Nothing could go wrong there, right? Joe Swanberg directed this. Shut up. My brother likes him a lot. His work. So now Gus is jogging around his neighborhood. Really nice neighborhood, by the way. Nestled in the Los Angeles area. I'm not sure where. Springwood Apartments. Decent, though. Look like it's kind of the hills. A little bit. Now he's going to Marvel Vista Studios. I love driving up to a studio, man. It's, it's everything I want. And uh, now Gus is talking to Jordan Rock's character about what happened with Mickey. But that's it. When they rolled up to Marvel Vista Studios. And you just see all sets and everything and the people working and the I, I just love it, man. It's what I want. And it's, and Gus is right. <laughs> Gus is riding high, but um he's happy about what happened. So Jordan Rock is trying to get Gus in the door with his Wichita spec script. And the wider riot that they're talking Wyatt that they're talking to is like, you could give it to me, I will take a look at it. You wanna be a writer? And Gus is like, Oh no, it's not that serious. But yeah, no, I'll hand it over. Got a script ready for him. Now we're with Mickey at the podcast slash radio station thing. And my boy, um, Bobby, Bobby Lee's back for some reason in this show. I just love seeing Bobby Lee on the TV series. It's great. And she's back in here with Dr. Greg. I remember their situation from a few episodes ago, so they have some uh, tension still there that nobody else knows about, I would imagine. And Gus is walking around, no glasses on, feeling cool about himself, got his cool little cardigan on, which he now takes off because he's like, you know, dorky. I like it, but you know. With a short sleeve shirt underneath, I don't know. He might have been the right call. But now he's going to Brittany the wardrobe girl and looking for something. So he picks out a brown, like, suede leather jacket. She like, be careful with it. Because it is wardrobe. Don't, you know, get that dirty. 
Now Gus is back with his uh with his little acting class, the kids he teaches or whatever. I don't even know what they were just talking about. The kids noticed that Gus seems like he's really happy today. And they're inquisitive about what's happening, what's making him so happy. See, that was crazy. One of them, like, I'm not gonna repeat it. But yeah, if you're watching, you know, you might have heard it, might have picked up. But he said, "Okay, see, I regret telling you anything." Can't talk to kids like that, bro. So Dr. What's his name? Dr. Greg is giving uh advice to people on his show hard work. And he gets just got tired of one of the callers. And now he's going to Mickey to help him with some fake calls because you know, he he just can't do it with the people that's actually calling in. So Mickey comes in to give him a fake call because they're more enticing when you can kind of control what the person is going to ask. And so Mickey's kind of using her own life experience of, you know, her newfound relationship with uh, with uh, Gus. I don't know I can think of his name to kind of entice, you know, certain questions since it's real life, but also, you know, it's her life, but. She pretended to be a 48-year-old never-married woman or whatever. And he gave her some pretty decent advice about sobriety, where she kind of broke it down like, yeah, <clears throat> pretty much an addict. And he like, be careful with your sobriety when you make it a joke. Your life becomes a punchline. And now Gus is meeting Heidi. Played by, play by is it Briga Helen? I think that's her name. On, but she, on the show, Wichita, she's played by Elise. I mean, her name is Elise on the show. But this is a very uh, interesting interaction because this becomes very important for this season.
so she was, I guess, talking to him about, um, you know, her only having a contract for four episodes, but wanted to do more. The idea, I guess, Gus, Gus gave her some insight, I guess, into how to do more or stick around, maybe. Now we're back with Mickey and Dr. Greg. And Dr. Greg, you're really breaking her down right now. And it's hitting close to home because she used her real life examples. And he's basically telling her, you're not going to get in a relationship that's good just because you want it to be. When you have all these other things going on in your life. Whether he said whether it's food or drugs. Or some new guy leads to the same things as an edit. So he really broke her down, which is so fascinating because that's what this show is about. <laughs> so Bobby Lee came in there with some crazy, you know, caller, if you want to say that. And now Mickey's calling Gus. Oh, and now she's calling Gus and being like, don't know if I can meet tonight or whatever. Can we play it by ear? And so now she's kind of feeling like a bit lost because she's like, I don't know which one. I don't know what to do. Fascinating, uh, this episode, at least that part, the Dr. Greg thing is very good. Um, it kind of throws Gus's day off because he was so excited and, you know, now he's been flaked on. This is here gonna sit down. But man, that that doctor I'm moving on from it, but that Dr. Greg scene when he was basically just like an addict will replace it with other things when you have that gene. 
you know, you, it's going to happen in all facets of your life. You have to deal with that first. And like you're thinking just because you like this guy and it could be different because he's different. It's not going to be different because you're the common denominator in all of your problems, meaning you're the problem. You have to fix it. And having an addictive personality is a key, you know, key signs of codependency and alcohol abuse and all those kind of things. He said you can binge on more than just food and wine. You can binge on people and feelings. Especially if you like a certain feeling, you will want it over and over again. And you'll get it from any person you can find, which will set you up to be compromised. And basically, you know, in layman's terms, or you know, in short terms, he was just like, you don't need to be with anybody because you haven't dealt with the other demons first. And it's only going to result in you melting down. And Mickey takes to the heart and she tells Gus, I don't think we should hang out tonight. Will it stick? We'll see. But fascinating episode. Great great scene I met. Very great scene. And the lady tried to take the jacket back. He's like, no, please, I need this. She said, you're not going to get anything on? He said, I know, I promise. Oh, and this is to do with the sarcoma mold. So Mickey's with her friends at the bar. And Andy Dick walks up. And this is the Andy that we were talking about. Why he's one of this group, who knows, but he is. Comedian Andy Dick. I think that's his name, yeah. And now he's meeting Mickey for the first time. <laughs> so now they're drinking and getting to know Andy. And taking shots. Now Gus is back in his class with his students. Life sucked out of him now since his big date is, you know, pretty much done. But they're going to be there all night, so who knows? It might change. So, boy, the one of the boys in the class got Gus's phone and sent Mickey some text messages. So now she's talking to Andy about now, usually she'd be into the message that he sent. And the message he sent was like, the, the kid sent on Gus's phone is that like, he's hard AF or whatever. And she like, normally I'd be into it, but he's kind of a dork. And Andy's like, oh, I see. So, Mickey's kind of trying to push Gus away, it seems a little bit.
And now he's just sending a bunch of texts because. What? Their friend's name is Doobie. That's hilarious. So now Andy's causing a lot of trouble at this uh, tacos truck. And now he's trying to hook his phone up. I have a feeling all of this was improvised. <laughs> Man, I hope y'all are seeing this. I can't do it justice. Also, when I first watched the show, I didn't know who Bet Davis was. Betty Davis. Now I do, and that joke uh, that they just did. If you're watching it, they were just kind of, he said, you smoked that pole like Betty Davis. Then they kind of started mimicking Betty Davis, and back then I didn't know who that was. It was still funny. But now since I have a frame of reference, that's hilarious. And how laughed they, how hard he was laughing at it. They're just stupid together. And I think he just pulled out, was that some ayahuasca or something or some shrooms or something he just pulled out? And he's trying to get her very high. So now they're getting on a train after he's got her properly high with whatever that was. I'm not sure. Cause... And so now she's on the subway with Andy going who, where, who knows. But not all the shrooms, whatever they took, ayahuasca starting to kick you. Shout out to, speaking of ayahuasca, shout out to Aaron Rodgers. Go Jets. Whenever he gets there, I'm getting a hat. Still got my Green Bay hat, but, you know. And I'm taking that Green Bay hat to Chicago tomorrow. Hope nobody gets too upset. Since, you know, we own the Bears or whatever. But, you know, it won't be we for much longer as soon as this trade goes through. Which it hasn't yet, which is surprising. But by the summer, Aaron Rodgers will be 
a New York Jet, and so will I. Yes, yes. Thank you very much. Sauce Gardner, Brees Hall. Uh, Quentin Williams, think he's still on the team? Yeah, we're going to do the whole thing. We're going to take it off, especially in the AFC East. Nobody's scared of the Bills. They always fold. Sorry, not sorry. Anyway, back to the show. And don't mind my bottle if you're here and drinking some water. So he's told her that they're going to downtown LA and they are firmly not close to there. And she tried to send a text back to uh, Gus like, hey, sorry, I can't make it. But she had no signal. So the message isn't going through. And it'll be a long time before, you know, it does. <laughs> so back to Wichita set where Gus told um, Heidi to do something you know crazy to get yourself Well, I think he told her earlier to work out. Work out. And now he's just texting her a bunch. I remember she can't text back because she has no signal, but he's spiraling now thinking. He did something, just sending all these messages. Because he's an overthinker, he overreacts, overthinks.
Andy's talking about all of his bad choices in life. He said it always came back to drinking. So she admits, she said, I got scared. She said she wants to save him from me because she's nice and funny and sweet. And she's not. She said, but that's BS. I was just scared. Like, you weren't trying to save him. You just, you're scared to actually think that uh, a good guy might want you. You're so used to the bad. And now she's kind of going through their feelings, the emotions. Oh, sassafras, I guess, the drug. And he was like, sometimes you got to reset the app, you know. It's just fear, you know, just, just scared. Just scared it doesn't work. That'd be these people's biggest fear. I believe, anyway. Just scared it'll never work. Even when they find something good, they're like, this could not work. And Jordan Rock told him to stop texting her. Like, nothing is worse than nothing is worse than texting somebody over and over that doesn't want to text you. So then he sees Wyatt and another writer laughing about his script. So he's down in the dumps. So he's just done. And Heidi's telling him that they just cut her line. That's, that she's basically off the show. So Gus tells her, like, just improv in your next scene. Because she was like, I think I'm done off the show. And he was like, leave an impression. Just do something big to make yourself notice. Get yourself noticed. Like, <laughs> So here we go with the scene. We're going to see if she does something. And look, Gus is right by. So they're like, give us three feet, man. Like, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm just watching the show. So here's the scene. <laughs> Gus is crazy. He's funny. Here's the scene. So Heidi said her line and threw like a piece of glass and uh, started screaming and it threw everybody off and they had to reset and get the glass up because it wasn't planned. 
But now Susan's like, that was pretty big, right? Like, there's something there. And she said, no, she's not pregnant because the girl screamed. I'm pregnant. And now she's saying she could be the one to light the fire on school, light the school on fire in the finale. So it worked. She's like, but that's really unprofessional. She'll never do it again. But we need you to do it one more time so we can have it clean and wide. So it worked. Even though she said it's unprofessional and stuff, if they're doing the take again, they liked it. So that's one rule if you're an actor or whatever. Try stuff. If they don't like it, they don't have to use the take. If they like it, then you tapped into something. So she has more work now because Gus's, you know, his idea worked. You're talking about adding it to another episode, and Gus is like, "That's crazy. That's cool." Like, and she's like, "Do you want to get up, go get a drink?" And Gus is like, "I already have plans." Now Mickey and Andy are finally off the train. Andy basically asked her, like, you want to go to back to my place and crash out? I'll go back to your place and crash out? She's like, it's not going to happen. He said, I didn't say anything's going to happen. So now Gus is finally home. Mickey finally got some signal. So Andy's gone. And now she sent the you up. And now he got the message. And he's calling. They're both apologizing for kind of messing up. (laughs) 
So they're going to reschedule this date and try again. Maybe midnight doesn't work, but maybe seven. But Gus said something interesting. There. He says they're not too proper for you and make it last. And often they joke about it, but that's that'll come into play later. That little stuff like that means a lot. But that's the end of this episode. Episode six, season one, Andy. And uh, yeah, we got a few things to discuss in this one. So very interesting episode, um, which leads us into magic. The next episode says Gus sets out to dazzle Mickey on their first road date, but the night doesn't go quite as, as he planned. So I already spoke about some of the stuff with Dr. Greg earlier, which I think is some of the best stuff in the show. The wishes I stuff is fun for me just because, you know, it's a movie set and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I'm always going to like that. Um, even though, I mean, TV set, not quite a movie set, but a TV set, but you know, it still works. Gus driving to the studio every single time is going to work and them sitting around the writer's room or on the set. I love that stuff. I eat that up. I, I love books about movies, about making movies. I love to watch like docs on making movies, all that kind of stuff. I'm into it. So that stuff is fun. But the other stuff with Dr. Greg and Mickey, I've already kind of discussed, so I won't go into that. But the end there is key when he's like, she's like, hey, maybe we should do this again. Like it's like maybe seven. He's like, oh, seven. Is that not too proper for you? And she laughs it off because it's early right and they don't really know each other that well but it'll be a recurring theme into the show especially this season later on very soon actually the next episode i think has some of it where gus might see her as something of a novelty is the wrong word but like gus definitely has maybe like some fantasy in his mind of like a bad girl nice guy kind of like that and look, out of the two of them, Mickey definitely has more baggage, right? So that's not even that far fetched. But him being like, "Is that not too proper for you?" And then her being like, "Hey, I could do six. He'd be like, "What about five? She'd like, "Make it four. <laughs> You're like, "Okay, done. No, no, I think I think four works. <laughs> She'd like, "Okay, bye." Um, it's quick, and it might not mean nothing now, but when you add context to it later on, it means a lot. Um, we don't have much to discuss actually. Now that I think about it, I talked about a lot of this throughout the episode, but that moment that is that not too proper for you. And now she laughs it off and he laughs it off and they continue. That could mean nothing now and a lot later. So pay very close attention and stuff like that in TV shows, movies, all that kind of stuff. If the show is well made and the characters are fleshed out and everything makes logical sense from how they would act based on who we've known them to be since we started watching this, nothing before or after matters, just in the context of the show, something like that means a lot because Gus, as we've seen with his ex, you know, he can be a bit overbearing and, you know, maybe kind of want to change people, things like that, that a lot of people would deem as unsavory in a relationship. And I guess it's, in my opinion, it's really how you go about it. But in the context of this show, him being like, is that a, uh, is that not too proper for you? Meaning like, you're not the type to go on dates. You're the type to meet up at 12, hook up and leave. You're not really a datey date. You know, like we're going to do this proper type. You're the improper one. You get drunk at parties, you go out all night, you do drugs, you have random sex, which he talks about in the Dr. Greg thing about where he mentioned, like, do you uh, do you swap out real intimacy for just random sex? And she's like, basically, yeah. And he's like, it could be that you're an addict. You know, once an addict, you know, in one area, you could manifest in other areas. It doesn't mean it's always a one-to-one, but it could definitely rear its head in other parts of your life, especially if you have the gene, the addiction gene, just an addictive personality 
that can manifest in many places. So we're starting to see more about Mickey in that way. And I think that little line from Gus is very indicative of what's to come, but I don't want to jump ahead too much, but we'll get to it. And the next episode is really great. I remember magic being great. And then the episode after that um, is interesting because of something that happened in the episode before that. Then you get to the table read, which is a great episode. Then the end of the beginning, which is the final episode. These last four is is the show, and it's you know, and it's kind of apex to me. I think there there are some in season two that are absolutely fantastic. I love the show as a whole. Uh, season two, episode two is really great from what I remember. Season two, episode five, and season two, episode eight, nine, ten, eleven. So it's the whole show. It's the whole show, basically. But my maybe my all time favorite episode is. Uh, season three, episode six, called directing. But again, we're jumping ahead. We got a lot to do before we get there. Uh, but yeah, this was a really good episode, and setting up a lot. Pretty funny too. Andy Dick was very. Isn't that his name? I remember getting his name wrong. Now I gotta look this up. I just don't be trusting myself when it comes to names like that, especially on a a live audio recording. That is American comedian Andy Dick. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, he's pretty old, but, uh, you know, very funny. And I don't think we see much more of him in this show. So just a great one-off. He was very funny. And him and Mickey have good chemistry, and they have some funny stuff. But also some breakthroughs through where she talks about, like, uh, you know, what I said earlier about her being like, you know, I, went, I flaked on him. I got scared because, you know, he's so nice, and I don't want to ruin him by being with me. But she's like, but that's also BS because, you know, I was just scared. And that's the thing we do as people, you know, we make up excuses for why things happen when really they're just like, maybe we don't want to admit the truth to ourselves. But I mean, part of that was the truth. She is scared. I mean, she she did. I do think Mickey wanted to save him because, you know, she knows she's way more messed up than he is, but you'll come to know that he's also been messed up too, as we starting to see like, and nothing, let me just say there's nothing to this point it said that Gus is like bad or anything or even Mickey she's just problematic she has some problematic stuff she's an addict and you know he's a bit overly anxious and maybe he uses people a little bit more than he knows or lets on but he said himself I'm not this just super nice guy that you can just mess around with like he said I'm not and I think that's part of the show too is judging a book by its cover because Gus he can be pretty sinister too which we'll see um, in certain aspects so great show I think it has a lot to offer I think it's really well made and well written and well acted and uh, yeah I can't wait for next week because we're going to do the episode season 1 episode 7 called Magic but that's all I got for you today again hope you're having a good week uh, hope your Wednesday is pretty good hope you get to this at some point today and it helps you get through maybe 45 minutes or an hour of you know your work day, your school day, whatever. And, uh, or if you have neither one of those, just listen to it. Turn on Netflix. I'm sure you got it. You know, fire this up. And if this is your first time listening to one of these, go back through each of the first six episodes because we've done all of those in there. I think it was every week. I don't think I've skipped a week yet. So they should be in order. So thank you all for listening. And that'll be it.
Thank you all for listening again. See you next time. Peace out.